snap goes far beyond Russell. He slides down, picks it up, on the move, rolls, looks right, down the middle. Tyler Lockett, he's got it in the middle of the field. He gets a block, 25-20, 15-10-5. How in the world did they do that? Play fake, here's the toss. Baldwin's going to throw back to Russell. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Are you kidding me? What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 48 of the West Coast Sports Junkies. We are not live. We are recording. And we got a jam-packed show. Lots of action happened this weekend. Lots of breaking news. NFL news. Russ. Russ ain't going to be cooking in Seattle no more. We got Aaron Rodgers signing a massive contract. UFC recap 272. It was a crazy weekend for UFC. We got Money Mike with his, let's see how he did on his betting. Uh, we got golf, PGA Championship. Uh, I know we're going to be getting some bets out on that. Uh, Canucks, you know, had a nice little win streak. Hopefully Govic uh, plays some bets. And for those of you who are still waiting to cash in on the West Coast Sports Junkies partnership with Bodog. Check out our website, get your account open, earn some free cash, $400, up to $400, you know, get those accounts and start betting with the junkies and let's make some money together. Ty, Mike, I see your faces. We're waiting for Govic. I know he's a little bit tied up with work. Why are you, where's the frowns? Ty, I know you got your, your Seahawks jersey on already. Let's get right into it. What happened today? It's obviously lighting up everyone's phones. I'm sure you guys have gotten messages. Russ, ain't cooking no more in Seattle. How do you feel, Ty? How do you feel? Oh, well, uh, you know, Dan, I don't know. I'm, I'm still processing <laughs> it, I think. You know, it's still fresh. It just happened today. Um, yeah, no, I was, I was absolutely shocked when I saw that. I was... Scrolling the old Twitter feed, having a coffee this morning, and uh, like right away, I see this Adam Schefter post, and I see Russell Wilson, and I'm like, what the hell? And you know, there's so many fake accounts out there nowadays. So I kind of mm -hmm. did a double take, and I like zoomed in on the the Twitter handle because a lot of times people will take, say, Adam Schefter's profile picture, put it on a fake one, and then just add like an extra S or an extra F, like in Schefter, you know, just and it looks legit. So I like zoomed in three or four times and I'm like holy shit this is really Adam Schefter so I'm like okay before I get Mike all in a panic I'm like let me wait till I see another source so I do another scroll and there's a couple other uh, NFL insiders that I follow tweeting the same thing and then all of a sudden Twitter just erupts and obviously I, I texted you guys I texted a, a bunch of fantasy groups and, and other people and then everyone other people that I've in, talked to in a while started texting me like is Russ gone my dad, who doesn't even know how to use a cell phone, was texting me. Did the Seahawks really trade Russell Wilson? I was like, oh, whoa. You know, like, uh, but yeah, so how do I feel? Uh, you know, I don't, I've, I feel like, uh, like he got punched in the gut a little bit, you know. Um, it's still fresh in our minds, obviously. He is the best quarterback, obviously, in Seahawks history. He helped lead us to our first Super Bowl. Um, he's the second most winningest quarterback in the NFL. 
tied or tied for second in his first 10 seasons. I think just behind Peyton Manning. Um, you don't see uh, this kind you of, you better fact check that that tie is probably behind Tom Brady, but anyways, go on, go on. No, it's, I fact check it from oh, okay. completely correct. Yeah. Brady's wasn't very successful in the regular season early <laughs> in his career. Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't need, I'm, I'm kind of lost for words, but, uh, I'm sure everyone's seen the, the return for Russ, but we might as well just quickly get into that. Um, so we obviously traded our QB one in the prime of his career to the Denver Broncos and a fourth round draft pick this year for their on and off quarterback the past few seasons, Drew Locke. Uh, he's got a 10 and 16 career record. Um, a defensive lineman, Shelby Harris, who I don't know a ton about. He's an edge rusher, but heard some good things actually. Noah Fant, a tight end who we know well from fantasy, who's uh, kind of boomer bust, injury prone, but He's an up-and-coming young player. And the big ones, I guess, we have Denver's first-round pick this year, which is ninth overall. Um, Second-round pick this year, and we have their first-round pick in 2023, as well as a second round and a fifth round in 2023. So it seems like a big haul, but at the same time, as we all know, franchise QBs do not grow on trees. Um, Denver, since Peyton Manning retired, has gone through – Five different quarterbacks, I think, within the last five seasons, starting QBs, not even talking about backups, um, 11 different coaches and coordinators. Like, this is what they've been looking for. And, you know, it, it seems to me like it came down to that ownership meeting, which we talked about weeks ago. And it seems like Jody Allen and, and the ownership group uh, is betting on John Schneider and Pete Carroll because, you know, we see what happened here. Like you said, Russ isn't cooking in Seattle anymore. Mike, are you okay? I see a long face, and I know you're pretty <laughs> quiet. No, man, I'm actually not okay. Like, I'm in complete disbelief. Um, I just don't want this to happen, and, I, and it hasn't sunk in that it's actually happening, but hearing you, t- hearing you talk about it just pisses me off. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, like, I don't understand how you can get rid of Russell Wilson. It's like, Dude, the guy won us a Super Bowl, our first Super Bowl ever. He plays fantastic every single year. Like, I don't understand where the disconnect is between him and, I guess, the coaching staff. I thought they got along great. What the hell's the problem here? Uh, I don't know, man. But the one thing I will say about all this, if uh, if Russell Wilson, if there wasn't all this it's kind of, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff we've heard about, and we've talked about it a lot on this podcast, and a lot of – even some people are like, oh, the Russell Wilson drama, like nothing's going to happen with it. Like we've said that on and off, but clearly this has been brewing for a while. Um, and another interesting thing about this is last week at the, the NFL scouting combine, Pete Carroll was asked point blank in front of all the media. I'm like, are you guys shopping Russ? Is Russ going to be traded? He flied through his teeth to all of us. He's like, nope, <laughs> well, not I'm shopping Russ. He's not true. going anywhere. Well, you, you know what I mean? Why not say like, they were already at that point. They're already in negotiations with Denver. This, this has been going on for about a few weeks, apparently two weeks, at least. So a couple of things. First of all, when you said what we got back for, do we not get this Noah Fant tight end? Yeah. Yeah. I said that. Did you say, did you say his name? Okay. Yeah. Cause I didn't hear me. I didn't hear you say his name. And I was like, well, I thought he was a, de- he's a decent player, right? He's a decent player, but you know what he needs a good quarterback throwing on the ball. Oh yeah. No, don't worry. We got drew lock now. Don't worry. <laughs> 
they have chemistry I, together. <laughs> we have we have Drew Locke and we have oh Jacob, my god, Drew, Jacob I just had a Eason. flashback to Charlie Whitehorse. Say so, Dan, you notice I'm wearing a Seahawk jersey. Well, uh, you didn't notice maybe as I'm wearing the what's well, actually a Hasselback jersey, but um, you know after Hasselback retired and near the end of his career, it was uh, it was some tough times being a Seahawk fan, and that led to what Mike just said, the, the Charlie Whitehurst short era. But um, you know. I can't help but think we might be in store for a few years of that type of Seahawk football, unless they have some, some kind of ease up their sleeve. Like I have to think they have some sort of plan. Okay. And there's a lot of talk about a couple guys, a couple of rookie QBs. So it's not necessarily a great rookie class, but there's a couple guys out there that are making some noise. They look good at the combine they had successful college careers. So I don't know, Pete and John thinking they're going to, you know, get some of that magic that led them to Russell Wilson in the second round all these years ago. But, uh, and one of the names being mentioned is Malik Willis. And uh, I, I actually just watched a few YouTube videos of him and stuff. I mean, it's so hard to tell, but that could be an option. And with the number nine pick now, because we didn't have a first round pick remember this year, right? It was uh we traded that for Jamal Adams. So maybe they really like one of these QBs, another one being Sam Howell, which I don't, don't know a ton about him, but they both will be there at nine because like I said, it's not a, a heavy QB draft class where a lot of teams are looking for these guys. So that could be the plan or just Deshaun Watson, maybe. I think uh, Deshaun Watson right now is way out of the reach for anything that Pete uh, or the Seahawks organization would even look at doing i think they're more on the uh the thinking process of let's get a, a experienced quarterback not a high you know costing one but like maybe who? a back you got mitch trubisky i out of buffalo oh I mean, my he, god he, no, he, no you might as well take your he, chance he, with drew lock okay if you're talking like this buffalo. you got uh mariota who's been bouncing around He's started before. He's been successful. Um, you know what? There's I those. Think he's two... with Geno Smith. I don't even think he's under contract right now, and he's facing some legal trouble as well. Right now, I... on our current roster, we have Jacob Eason, oh Andrew God. Locke as our as our quarterbacks for the quarterback. I don't know, but yeah, I think as someone like you know a Mitch Trubisky, he's not going to be your franchise quarterback. He's not going to take you guys to the playoffs it would be a better option than drafting and wasting the prime years of DK. The so that, that, few years that are left of Lockett. And, you know, I've said before, get so, rid of Lockett. No, well, now, so these next few weeks are going to be even more interesting now because there's a lot of these guys. So will DK even want to stay in Seattle? And he's going to need a massive deal. Would we even want to pay DK? Because his rookie year is up. His rookie deal is up after this season. So are we going to want to pay a guy to have Drew Locke throwing him the ball? Like, is this going to be a full-blown rebuild? Which is crazy because Pete Carroll's 70 years old. Like, does he have the, does he have the drive and, you know, does he want to do that? Like, I thought, we were in, Brady? I thought we were in win now mode. <laughs> is he available? Uh, yeah, it'll, he cost you, it'll literally cost you everything you just received for one year for Tom Brady because Tampa owns his rights. And if he decides to come out of retirement, he's still under contract 
with Tampa for one year. Yeah, but it's Tom Brady. He gets he'll do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's true. Well, as this is still marinating, this is still fresh for you guys. I know it's still a shocker. What about the other big news? Rogers, you know, he's put Jeopardy on hold for now, at least uh, for the next four years. Ah, who cares? (laughs) But yeah, you bring up Rogers, and you know that could have been another factor in trading Russ now because obviously he was also under contract for one more season, and he would have need to be paid. so 40, 50 mil a season for, for a QB really puts a strain on your cap when you're trying to build the team. Um, the Seahawks might've been thinking that trade him now. Well, at least you get some draft capital and, you know, a few roster players rather than playing out another year with him and then losing him in free agency. So, but yeah, the Rogers thing, that's, that's insane. That guy, I'm so sick of Rogers too. Remember all the, the stuff about, Oh, uh, there was all this disconnect with management yeah, uh, Green Bay isn't a vacation destination. People come here to play with me. Well, you just put a little bit of a, a wrinkle in that. I mean, actually, no, they got away with that by the 153 million guaranteed he's getting. Ridiculous. Isn't it true that like Russell Wilson has to approve this deal? He can like yeah. veto it. He was already in Denver, apparently, according to my sources today. Your sources. Uh-huh. Have I steered Denver, you wrong? According to yeah. your sources. Yes. Yeah, I guess why the hell would you want to play another year with a team that just traded your ass, right? Eh, I guess there's but, that to it. Yeah, but... Uh, I think you could be right. Yeah, this Rodgers deal, I mean, what's Russell Wilson making? Probably 22 mil a year, something like that? No, 20, he was, no, no he, was up, he was close to 30 already, I think. Really? He at one point got the richest deal, and then it seems like every new QB deal just surpasses. I thought it was in like higher, the 20s. No, no, no. He was at 30. least 33 million. Okay, so even if it was 30 mil. Against the cap, it might have been like 20. a big 20. jump. Huge jump. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's a lot of money. So, yeah, remember, Mike, when we talked on this podcast a lot, and I was like, fire John, fire Pete. I bet you wish they would have listened to me now, huh? Because uh, Russ would have still probably been our quarterback. I swear, we could. I could go back and listen to a few episodes. I'm pretty sure you said you didn't thought that you should shop Russell Wilson. That we should, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there like a decision had to be had to have been made one way or the other. Because is this a deal you would have done? I would have wanted more than that, man. I don't know what the market is for a QB, but I keep saying it. Like they don't grow on trees. You know how hard it is to find a franchise QB, like a star franchise QB that can win you games week in and week out on his back. Russ has done that for us. Many a times with the no O line, with the bad defense. Um, sure, in the early years, great defense, and that was one of the reasons we got the Super Bowl. But you know, just those game breakers that can go out and win a game. They don't. There's not many of them. How many of them would you say in the NFL? Like I that, right? Now? In terms of quarterbacks? Yeah, like star QBs, like that, like the franchise well, I, QBs. Yeah, well, obviously you got Mahomes, you got Rodgers. I mean, maybe at a stretch. Lamar Jackson, but even him, um, I mean, yeah, he hasn't really done anything in terms of winning yeah. in the playoffs, but I would put those three quarterbacks. As, no, no, for, yeah, for sure. And there's a couple more. I just saying like, it's super hard to find that consistent yeah, yeah, yeah. star QB. Yeah. Um, what did the Rams give up for uh, Stafford? Goff. Did they give like, well, apart Goff, from Goff, but a draft Goff, picks? Mul- multiple first round picks. Um, 
But paid off for them. They won a Super Bowl. So So now let's look and see. I mean, at least um, for Seattle, they did get some maybe not star players, but key players. No offense is a up and coming tight end. I know he's had some issues with injuries, um, but also having a decent quarterback, but (laughs) it's literally gone from the same uh, scenario. Yeah. The same quarterback throwing at, uh, throwing to you, but at least in terms of draft picks, I think you guys won with the draft picks. Russ has been talking almost every year. You know, there's been rumors, obviously he doesn't, straight out say oh i want to be traded but he's always bringing up about the need yeah he said it he said it subtly and through his agent as well yeah and that's what i said earlier it's like this would not have happened if russ wanted to be in seattle i don't think even with the whole contract thing and him having to be paid if there wasn't all this other drama and stuff behind the scenes and things that we've talked about a lot on this podcast he would still be a seahawk but that's it (laughs) <laughs> end of an upsetting. era man i mean and... obviously we're gonna i wish him well he's always gonna be oh yeah uh, for sure and yeah like uh like we tweeted out like you know thank you russ we appreciate uh all of the the fun years the super bowl win i mean we've been uh we've been in the playoffs up until last year or what eight years in a row or something uh just a incredible stretch he's nine time pro bowler um, lots of lots of records, obviously in Seattle. I think he has pretty much all of them. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, end of an era for Seahawk fans and a brutal day for the most part. But you gotta, what about Bronco fans today, huh? Must be thinking that they hit the lottery. Oh, they were probably like traumatized and depressed because all of the talk of Rogers a couple of weeks ago, Aaron yeah. Rodgers going to Denver. And then, obviously, he signs his massive contract. They're literally deflated within hours. Okay, plan B, Russell Wilson. They're probably on, you know, out there uh, getting orange chef hats made. I bet you that's <laughs> going to be the new, uh, ooh, that's a good marketing idea, boys. Copyright. Let Russ, Russ already has. Is John Elway still the GM there? I was just going to say, give, it to, give credit to Elway for making these type of moves. That's absurd. Um, I, I hate that guy. I can't stand him. He recruited Peyton Manning there. I think that was a free agent, though. That wasn't a trade. Um, but then, yeah, look what happened after Manning retired, like, he, like I was talking about earlier. They've just gone through a QB carousel, can't find the guy. Um, they got a lot of good young players there to put around Russ, but that is a tough division. So Russ went from arguably the toughest division in the NFL to what other to the other division, which people would say is the toughest, the uh, the AFC West there. Mahomes, Herbert, Derek Carr, who's is not bad. He, he took the Raiders to a playoff appearance yeah. this year. And now Russ with the Broncos, man. That's like must-see TV every week in that division. Oh, and one more thing I will add. The Broncos are scheduled to come to Seattle this upcoming season which is another interesting... Uh, I don't even know if I want to go to that game. Oh, I'm going. 100%. As of right now, I do not want to go to that game. Pissed off, huh? 100% I want to go. We should um, definitely plan our... I don't want to go to got... boo Russell Wilson. Actually, yeah, show him what all the defense have had to put up with down in... Yeah, yeah, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to boo him. I'm going to uh, give him a standing ovation and then want our defense to take his head off, you know? And, <laughs> and I will say, obviously, I'm super bummed and sad, but, like, even with Russ at the helm, 
Um, in our, with our current team, we, we were competitive. We were great in the regular season. We'd get to the playoffs up until this last year. Obviously, we didn't make the playoffs, but we'd lose early on, right? We Since the Super Bowl appearances, I think we made it past the first round twice. But other than that, it was just make the playoffs, get knocked out, make playoffs, get knocked out. So the optimist in me is a little excited. I'm going to give Pete and John some, some credit here and uh, hope for the best and, you know, that, like I said, these next few weeks are going to be really interesting leading up to the draft because I I want to hear them talk. I want to hear their press conference. I want to hear if it's a full rebuild or what their plan is. You know, are they going to trade Metcalf? Are they going to trade Lockett? Trade Bobby? Like, what's the plan? Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see some press conferences and some questions answered as well. So they can explain themselves what they yeah. did. Like, when, and see what, yeah, what their plan is here. And, and when is this draft, Tyler, that you speak of? uh april april yeah yeah i don't remember the exact date but we are definitely my calendar dude this might be the most exciting draft ever oh my god i already know exactly what's gonna happen we have the ninth pick overall gonna trade it they're gonna trade (laughs) (laughs) you know what you you could be right especially if the player that they want is still there they'd be like oh he'll maybe there in a few more let's trade down and get a few more picks but you know, they have not done a great job drafting as of late, especially early in drafts. So I don't know. Like I said, let's uh, let's be a little optimistic here. Um, always a Seahawks fan. I'm going to miss Russ, but uh, thanks, Russ, for the memories. Cheers to Russell Wilson. Yeah, cheers, brother. Yeah, end of an era. Russ is not cooking in Seattle, but what an exciting time of the year. I love the offseason. Lots of new signings, new contracts, um, offseason rumors, uh, breaking news. Uh, it's really exciting. I love it. Um, how about, oh, you know, uh, my God. What in the... You can't make this shut up. Mike, you might want to... Oh, what? wait, you're sitting down. Hold on. Let me... Uh... I got to double check if this is real again. You never know with these fucking tweets. Holy shit. Seahawks have informed eight-time All-Pro Bobby Wagner, a franchise icon, that they are releasing him per source. Oh, my (laughs) God. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) William! The Seahawks just released Wagner now. Wagner <laughs> Wagner arrived in Seattle on the same 2012 day as Russell Wilson and now leaves the same day. <laughs> this is absolutely unbelievable, man. So as I was just saying about <laughs> wow, I'd like to get some more info on what the Seahawks plan is. Well, I think this this breaking news here um confirms that this is a full blown rebuild, man. Did they make a trade? That is nuts. <laughs> wow. Dude, I don't even think we can talk about anything else on this podcast today. What's going on now? That is absolutely insane. The same day, Mike, you left to go get a drink when I was saying <laughs> this. They both arrived in Seattle, obviously, on the same day in 2012. And they're both gone on the same day. This is insane what a we got day. nothing for him we just released him 
Well, dude, he had contracts a, up, right? He had such a big cap hit. And uh, Mike, what? are you having tr- are, you ha- are you having trouble opening that beer? Yeah, Mike? I'm having trouble today. Yeah, I'm having trouble today. The emergence last season, the emergence last season of uh, Jordan Brooks actually set the Seahawk record in tackles last year. I think that is uh, one of the reasons here. It smells fantastic. Bamboo, bamboo. Oh, it's not a beer. Oh, I bamboo heard rum. This oh, is, this is oh, you're already going to that. Absolutely. You're already going to the rough. Crazy. Okay, now I'm in shock again. This is tough to... Uh... <laughs> this is... Is it April 1st? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are too good. Is this fucking for real? <laughs> okay, I'm still optimistic. All right? There must be a plan here. Something, Something's brewing. Dude, I'm gonna call it now. Okay, this is a this is a bold thing, but I'm gonna call DK or Lockett to the Patriots. I feel like that's gonna come next. Mike Dude, might spit out his drink. This rum is amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It tastes like a milkshake. What the hell? Dude, this is freaking crazy. Well, yeah, speaking, cra- speaking of crazy, there's t- rum here. Okay, you know what, Dan? Crazy. You know what? I, I need a break from the Seahawk talk for a minute. So can okay. you just can you talk to me about something else here? Okay. Make me so, smile or something. One thing that made me smile was when you uh, sent me a little, uh, another tweet um, about Calvin Ridley out of the Falcons. Oh, that doesn't make <laughs> me smile. I drafted that idiot last year. <laughs> I know. That was our, <laughs> our joke over the weekend when you, when you showed that to me. Right away, I remembered you drafted that guy, what, third overall? Was supposed to be after Julio got shipped out. He's the top receiver. He barely played. Left the entire season, I think, for personal reasons. And now it comes out he was betting on the actual Falcons games that he was playing in. Sorry. Distracted. (laughs) Hold on. What happened to Bobby Ragnar and Russell Wilson? We're, We're done with that. We're talking about uh, Calvin Ridley. They were drafted. The hell is they he? were drafted. They were drafted the same day. <laughs> the same day they became Seahawks. Now the same day they leave the Seahawks. And and you got nothing for Wagner. Is this Ridley guy you speak of available? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's suspended, he suspended for a year. <laughs> Fuck man. This guy. Oh my god. This guy bet $1,500 on a mobile betting app while he was away from the team. And he bet on his own team, which the it Falcons... It was not Bodog. It was not Bodog. It was not Bodog. Problem right there. <laughs> but this guy bet on his own team, who were without him, who was, he was their best receiver. So something's not all right up there. The guy clearly lost those bets. <laughs> he bet on his team... Without himself, who is their best receiver? <laughs> Think oh. of that for a second. You can't make this shit up. Not only that, he probably lost that fifteen hundred, and uh, someone sent me a someone sent me the the amount that he forfeits from his salary next year, something like it was like eleven million. eleven million. Okay, yeah, it was it was a big big deal. Obviously, a year of his salary yeah. to bet fifteen hundred dollars on. Uh, I can't. I can't unbelievable okay well uh you know what i need to go get a drink and regroup here 
Um, <laughs> and then we're going to get into Mike's UFC recap if, if he's up for it. All right, guys, you know what? Uh, whew, it has been a whirlwind of a day. Uh, I was so excited waiting to hear how you guys felt. Um, hopefully, you know, have topped up those drinks, but we didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about what we're drinking today. So, Ty, Mike, what is helping you cope with all this news that has been happening and the breaking news happening while we're even on the show? Well, uh, yeah, I, was, I wasn't even going to drink tonight. And then Ty, with his Twitter account, <laughs> got me going on the, uh, the bamboo rum. I saw I was in the liquor store the other day. What'd you call buying, me? I was buying Ty's birthday gift. And I was like, oh, it's a little bottle. I wanted to try it out. So I grabbed a little bottle. It's actually really, really good. Like, it doesn't even taste like rum. It literally tastes like a milkshake, man. I can't believe it. So we got to try it. Really smooth, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice, Mike. Well, yeah, kind of, kind of like you. I was planning on having, um, so I got these like light beers because I've been trying to be a little healthier. Molson, uh, I don't even know what they're called, but anyways, they're low calorie beer, light beer. But after today's events and news, um, like I said earlier, my phone almost died at at eleven a.m. from checking sources and making sure this shit was happening. But anyways. I needed something strong when I got home. So I made a triple crown and coke, uh, which was delicious. Then after we just saw the stupid Bobby Wagner news, I went and refilled. I got like a quadruple in a short glass here. Uh, it's one of the strongest drinks I've ever made, but it's actually, uh, you know, it's helping a little bit. It's helping me cope with the situation. Okay, Ty, we, I got to talk a little bit more about this. Why are we getting rid of Bobby <laughs> Wagner? Why do we need to clean up this cap spice of $16 million? We have no one else to pay. What are we going to do with this? Like I said, okay, I know it's a little harder to be optimistic now. They must have a plan, okay? Huh. Maybe, I, I don't know what it is. I really, really want to hear what it is or hear the direction they're going, but it it does look like a little bit of a rebuild. Um, we oh just God. lost How our How bad's our run captain. defense going to be this year, we next just, year? We just lost our defensive captain and our offensive captain. The last two remaining players from our Super Bowl victory. We have no players left from our Super Bowl win <laughs> in 2012. Zero. Yeah. Guys, I don't want to kick you while you're down. But the, the thing that, that really put a smile on my face, Ty, when you uh, sent us your season ticket renewal. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was an extra kick in the balls today. <laughs> Do they have the Dude, audacity? <laughs> Do they have the audacity to send that out? You, they, they literally, you know, <laughs> I'm even, I'm speechless. I Did feel that today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, apply were... right now, Ty. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. We're keeping those. Mike. I'm kidding. I'm one, kidding. I know one positive aspect of this is we are on the wait list for two more seats, Mike. We might be, uh, oh, we could probably have move. 20 more seats now. If we, want. we might be moving down the line. <laughs> we're really going to see, we're really going to test the loyalty of this fan base and see how many Dan Nandezes we have. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Sorry, quite a Sorry few. I had to say it. <laughs> You'll be surprised quite a few. I'm pretty um, sure half of the, uh, at least Canadian followers have dropped off because they can't even get to the games. 
surprisingly, even with COVID last year, renewal rate was high. But anyway, it's like this hey, is, this off is the top just of your unbelievable. Head, can you think of any other quarterback that has been traded like in this sort of scenario? Like you have a a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He basically came from nothing, brought us to to uh, you know to a Super Bowl. We won it. He's increased the value of this franchise probably by hundreds of millions of dollars, and and yeah. they treat to trade him away. How old is he? 30? 33. 33? He's a passes, arguably passes prime. No, but think of no Rodgers. Think of Rodgers right now and look at old man Tom. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. And he's not Rogers, even athletic. Most athletes Rogers are like 28 to 30 is prime, right? 38, 39, and Rodgers just signed another four-year deal. Okay. Yeah. That, not many quarterbacks get to that age, for sure. You're yeah, telling but me like, Russ is not going like, to Think about age? like Drew Brees. He ended his career in uh, in in the New Orleans. Yeah, he and you could tell that last year he had like very little arm strength left. All those yeah. hits, and but it's like a control. respect thing, or you know, I mean, I don't know. It's it's well, like rare to see them get traded. To your question, I cannot well. remember. I cannot remember a QB like Dan. Can you? Even in the last no, ten years? I, no, I can. And I was gonna actually look to on a winning argue, team. Arguably, arguably, not even in NFL. You'd probably have to look to Wayne Gretzky get, being traded from the Oilers in terms of comparison of shockers. I would yeah, say. well, like, well, every no, tweet... that was a little bit different though. That, like, that was for the game of hockey. He basically grew yeah. that whole freaking the game in the United States. That was but yeah, but, but going as to for Denver. But yeah, every tweet that I pretty much saw today from everybody was pretty much saying this is one of the biggest trades ever in NFL history. Um, and I did read something that there's only two quarterbacks that have been traded that have won a Super Bowl with their new team. One being Steve Young years ago with San Fran and Matthew Stafford was the second, which that was actually really surprising to me as well. But it just yeah. shows you how hard it is to win a Super Bowl, obviously. But I'm surprised that you just mentioned Steve Young was traded. Yeah, well, maybe uh, you, might, <laughs> you guys can fact check that on me. He traded to San Fran from somewhere. I could be wrong, but mm. something I read. I feel like he was in San Fran his whole career, but who knows? Because he followed uh, Joe Montana, remember? Yeah. He was an ex-QB in there. Anyways, regardless, it's a, it's a sad day in Seattle. Well, in Seattle sports history, it's got to be the biggest trade up there with like when Ken Griffey Jr. was traded. Um Sean Kemp, I guess you could say. I, I find myself every 10 minutes looking on like Twitter and seeing if Russell Wilson's gonna say something because usually he's pretty vocal on Twitter. He Dude, said, did you guys he's, he's did you guys see what I sent all day? Of did you guys see what I sent from the Seahawks Twitter account? Oh my god, you guys need to go open it. What uh, did you guys watch the movie Castaway with oh Tom yeah, Hanks? yeah, yeah. Wilson, yeah. <laughs> Wilson, Wilson, where are you? And that was the so Seahawks. That, 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 that was the Seahawks official account, and it's hilarious because teams funny. are not teams are not allowed to comment on anything like that until it's official, obviously. So the Seahawks had there's no release saying we have officially traded Russell yet. I'm sure it's coming probably tonight or maybe tomorrow morning. But whoever's yeah, running their social media so account, I give them credit for that. They one. got a sense of humor, that's for sure. Kind of a little soon though, bro. A little soon. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but uh, man officially we you're saying end of an era now it's the nail in the coffin of that era because him and bobby same day dude they could have given us a night to just process one i'm gonna process two 
quick like a band-aid get it over with i guess hey eh? dude i i i, I want to know more i want i want them to talk they should be on on fucking line right now telling me why and what is their plan oh wagner's gonna get paid no no he's already got paid from us he's gonna get paid again and yeah but he'll get he'll probably right now i think he's gonna take i think he'll go and want to get another ring i think he knows especially linebackers they don't have the same lifespan as other positions as well um, and he's actually so I, been lucky as a linebacker i, I could see you uh you said or texted or whatever you said you could see him or asked if you'd go to denver i could see him going to denver potentially i think that would be pretty cool him and russ there um or, or you know where else hmm. i hate to say it the rams the rams the rams on a veteran minimum salary them, or whatever right? yeah now there's gonna roll through us the interesting thing Kidding. too is is yeah is uh <laughs> they released him so he's free to sign anywhere whereas apparently the washington commanders which is still weird to say that that's their new team name former Redskins, when was that official a little while ago we, we could have talked about it but they suck we talked about the eskimo elks on here and we didn't talk about <laughs> the commanders i didn't even know that because you're all into elk hunting it was relevant <laughs> but yeah anyways apparently they offered a haul of draft picks first rounders um probably a little bit of a better deal in terms of draft picks than the broncos but the seahawks wanted to trade him out of the nfc they didn't want to trade him within our conference so i think that had something to do with it but again that's just from uh, some sources on Twitter. we still haven't heard anything from peter john um when we do we'll be sure to discuss and pass along that information as well well, guys, oh, this is emotionally draining for me, and I'm not even as invested. Uh, but very exciting off season. I can't wait till all the next updates tomorrow, next week. We couldn't next get month. a draft pick for Bobby Wagner. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, Ty, sorry, 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 sorry. You sorry, never sorry. know. You never know. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, but let's get into the UFC. It was an exciting weekend. Uh, UFC 272. Um, Ty, you and I, we watched it at the Personas at the Grand Villa Casino here in Burnaby. Uh, the first time in showing live UFC uh, during, obviously, after the pandemic. We're still in the pandemic, hopefully end soon. But, Mike, how did you do? I know you're, uh, you know, really kicked in the, all over the place today. But I really, really hope that you didn't get kicked with your picks for the UFC 272, but how did you? Money Mike. Yeah, I'm not going to lie down. I really like the new nickname you've given me there. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't have to worry about me. I did just fine on the picks, okay? But, Ty, like, we didn't even get a fucking 12-pack. Not even for the 12th man. A 12-pack fucking beer for Bobby Wagner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it, man. Unbelievable. I can't believe it. You want to talk UFC? Let's talk some UFC. Well, let's talk of the main event. You guys watched it. What'd you think? I think it went down exactly how I thought it was going to go down. I did, I thought that, uh, um, sorry, my mind's just not even right here. Right now. Yeah, okay. yeah, Kobe yeah. Covington, I Kobe, agree. Kobe yeah. Covington was going to put the pressure on him. He did. He wore him out. He took him down. He, I mean, the problem with, with Masvidal is he's not in that category of fighter. You know, he's an entertaining fighter. He's a brawler. He's going to come out there. He's going to fight. He's not, not a good all-around fighter at all. He can't. Not going to be a well. champion. He's not going to beat these dead. Colby Covington's the number for sure. Clearly, the number one ranked 
um, contender in the yeah. welterweight division next to Usman, who Usman's obviously on a pedestal of his own. He's beat both these guys twice, and there's no one else really for them. Look Without at who he called out after the fight. He called out Dustin Poirier. That was surprising, Obviously, he's too. given up on the title. He's going for the money now, so... Well, yeah, but, but he should get an immediate rematch. Well, not immediate, but he would, like, he should fight Usman again. If Usman was not in this division and around in the UFC, Covington would, hands down, be the champ. I disagree with you. I want to see Usman fight these Russians. That's who I want to see. I want to see him fight the... Uh... Makachevs or whoever they are already you think he's up there why not maybe a Covington Makachev yeah or something like that that. yeah I'd like to see that too and I bet I think Makachev could win that fight I mean could you know these guys are really good grapplers I mean you sort of see this evolution in UFC that we've seen from back when uh you know Horace Gracie came into the game when he's tapping out guys that are three times the size right no one knows how to defend the choke or the or the rear naked choke or whatever arm bars Mm-hmm. Then you, you sort of develop and you became, okay, now we can defend for this, this stuff. And then you get the, the strikers that are really like accurate, like at Anderson Silva, like an Adesanya, you know, they sort of, they can't really, and really good, you know, take down defense. And then you get like the, the, the Khabibs that are coming into this thing now and they, they're just overpowered. They're so powerful. It seems they get you down and you can't do nothing. Yeah. The and ground and pound until you find a way to, to, to beat that. I don't see any of these guys, uh, doing so mind you Usman's really really strong and I think he I think he I just think he's the best in that in that division he's the champ for a reason I, I don't see any of these guys taking him but Agreed. I don't want to see Kobe fight Usman again why I don't want that to a, see that Masvidal was a fairly close Usman. fight though he finished them both times yeah yeah well like I said maybe a Makachev fight kind of yeah. set up who is the uh contender and see if he can earn that right again but yeah, I, I guess, like you said, the money fight, him and Poirier, but I don't see that being a money fight either because I think Covington could do the same thing to Poirier that he just did to Masvidal. And he would. Yeah, so it I mean, be I'm a not money super fight excited about that fight. One thing I will Poirier, say, but... well, some of these money fights, they got to they gotta change how they sell these fights because, Matt, we're expected to think that Masvidal is the baddest motherfucker. He has that title. Someone should strip <laughs> that belt from him. <laughs> do you not agree yeah i do i'd yeah, rather I give do. it to a diaz brother again well, like that belt i swear that belt was made for nate diaz yeah he, he, was, he was supposed to win that fight, fight. Like, what an idiot. yeah yeah uh but uh yeah i mean it is a money fight just because the names like i mean i want to see i always want to see poirier fight i always want to see diaz fight i always want to see masvidal fight true you know i don't some of these even champions i don't even know like you know yeah. i mean i know them but you know, you they're, just not, know they're not big. Draws. They're not. They're not marketable, and they don't have that. Yeah, like Peter Yan, do you know who that is? Well, we know who it is. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah, people yeah. don't know who that is, yeah. right? Most people know who like these. They fought the like corners and stuff like. That, you got to right? be loud, obnoxious, and create a little noise, right? To exactly. Get it would be cool to see him fight like McGregor. But McGregor's on the list. Is he on the? I think he is on the list. He's yeah. on the list. What about a McGregor Masvidal fight for his next fight coming back? Oh, hell yeah. That That would be good for McGregor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he needs to win. He needs to win. He needs to win his next fight. Exactly. So that's a good setup fight for for McGregor. He should be able to to win that fight. But same time, he's fighting a bigger man. Well, he's heavier too, though. But he but Masvidal's a bigger bigger guy. Then he's like uh he's a yeah for sure 70. So for sure. But yeah, as for the main event for for UFC 272, that's kind of exactly how we thought it would happen. 
a few of our friends reached out asking about it and you know we not gonna pat ourselves on the back here but uh we, we pretty much called it um he just bullied him and he had the all-around game that we thought he would to to dominate the fight and and get the victory yeah and uh we'll touch basically on the other on the other fights as well you know rafael dos Anjos looked fantastic against uh Hinato moicano and uh you know moicano actually got his ass kicked very uh there's some the controversy was the the corner should have thrown in the towel you know moicano wasn't giving up that fight even the, the ref had to like step in and be like as soon as he stands up dude i'll like, give him credit he's one tough fucking guy yeah but then you can... shouldn't be doing that i mean they they should know that's how you get brain damage and shit yeah man. like the, and it affects not... the rest of your career as well i agree i thought they should have thrown him the towel yeah and clearly i was wrong in that fight but i just kind of took a gamble on it i thought that uh I thought that uh, I liked what he saw. I saw in his last fight. Obviously, it was a step, big step up in competition, and and, RDA and it was on short being, notice. And RDA being out for so long, who knows? And he's kind of old, he's up there too in age. So I just thought he, it was a good opportunity for him to win. Obviously, I was wrong. Took a, I, I did bet on it, so I bet on Moicano. I lost that one down. So uh, you could probably. Uh, I will say that. I had RDA <laughs> as part of my parlay. Yeah, that, that's a good uh, one. That's well, you know what, Mike? I can't, I can't really poke uh, or, let's say, throw stones at glass houses because I pick Masvidal. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still trying to find an email to send in my apology because, uh, you know, between me and Drake, the poor guy, he didn't, he didn't know what was coming. <laughs> the Drake curse is alive and well. <laughs> the Nandez curse, the Drake curse. So, you know what? I'll just shut my mouth. I'll give it to you, Mike. I'm not going to poke any of your uh, miscues. <laughs> well, the Mike, next, the, the, yeah, I was going to say, what about your uh, buddy there, Thug Nasty? Yeah, man. Bryce Mitchell. I, I don't know what it is about this guy. I love him. Uh, so he's now 15 and 0. I think his official record is 15 and 1. I don't know where the one loss comes from. But uh, he fought Edson Barbosa, and exactly what I thought was going to happen. Barbosa looked fantastic, too, coming into this yeah. fight. And you know, I don't know what it is about Mistral. He doesn't look very intimidating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you, know what he remi- you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of a young, taller Matt Hughes. Yeah, but yeah. scrawnier, yeah. right? Scrawnier oh, yeah, yeah. Matt Hughes, I think. Tall, yeah. Taller, yeah. He kind of reminds me, actually, I was thinking of that kind of like a Rory McDonald back in the day when he came up because he didn't look anything. Kind of mm-hmm. looked like a, you know. Yeah, well, that's not fight your typical went- UFC fighter. Yeah, he fought that fight exactly how he fights all his fights. Like we sort of talked about, the take him down, constant pressure. He looked like he actually got rocked in the end of the first round. And Retai, you texted me, thought he was he was hurt. I thought he was hurt too. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he he obviously stepped up in competition. He got the W. It was a, a decision. I actually picked it to be a third round submission, but I picked him to win. That was my pick of the week and uh, my Bulldog pick of the week, and I got it right. So uh, kudos to me. But, uh, yeah, so what comes next for him should be uh, interesting. I mean, he's getting up there now that he's fought uh, Barbosa. So he's going to be hopefully getting, you know, into it with some of these uh, top-ranked uh, fighters. Yeah, no, and uh, I'm going to give you credit there as well because that was the first leg of my parlay. Uh, I've Obviously, I'd seen him fight a few times, but I didn't know a ton about him. So I went with your your prediction and breakdown there. And, yeah, that was the first leg of my three-fight parlay that hit. So thanks, Mike. Yeah, Doug Nasty, man. He just got his camo shorts from Reebok, so you can't pick against him. He's been asking for them for a few years now. So <laughs> Nice, <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. Uh, Kevin Holland versus Alex Oliveira. Um, I thought that uh, you know, we, we picked it. Holland was going to win that fight, and he won it. He won it in the in the uh, in uh, inside the octagon. Um, finished him, and uh, I, I thought he looked pretty good. I I thought he looked pretty good, but I thought he was going to actually look a lot better. Personally, coming down yeah. in weight, uh, being pretty dominant at, at middleweight, and only losing you know a couple times to some really big dudes. You know, I thought he would uh, he'd come in there and actually, you know, just demolish uh, Oliveira, which I thought. But Oliveira is a tough, tough guy, right? So, um, yeah, it was a good fight. Kind of how I thought I was going to go. What did you guys think? Yeah, I thought he was not as cocky as he usually was, which maybe he took it a little more serious. Maybe he needs to get back to that a little bit. <laughs> I don't uh, think so, I, man. Well, I maybe. did like, but for him, I did like the thumbs overboard. up. Did you see the thumbs up at the end of the first yeah, round or whatever when he was in the choke? He, he knew the time yeah. was, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, that was funny. That was classic Holland. But, uh, yeah, no, I think he looked good. Like you said, didn't look great, but he took care of business, did what yeah. he needed to do to get the win. Yeah. And so the night kicked off with uh, Spivak versus Hardy. And we, I picked Hardy to win the first round knockout. And, uh, but I hoped that Spivak was going to beat the crap out of him. And he did. He, he did exactly what I wanted him to do, but I didn't think he was going to do. Remember? He's like, well, this, is what, this is what you need to do, but I don't think he's going to do it. Uh, I've seen him do it before. He, def- he you know, finished uh, Tuvasa, the shoey dude. Um, yeah. And, uh, but he's also fought some other guys that, if you look at Spivak, he looks like a smaller heavyweight, right? Especially compared to Hardy, who's just a beast of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to, you can't get caught with one of those punches. If you do, you're going down. So you got to, take this guy down and, and don't sit there and bang with him. And uh, he did that and he got the W, which I think is good for him. If he can stick on that train and do more of that, yeah. he could, uh, he could have a, you know, a road to victory in the heavyweight division there. Yeah. My big takeaway from that is I'm really glad Hardy lost. Um, guy's a loser. I don't even like that the UFC employs him. Uh, his past is well-documented domestic abuse and all that uh so i was super happy with the result glad he lost that was his last fight on his ufc current ufc contract and i hope they don't uh give him a new one i'd be surprised i think he's i think he's gone i think he'll go down bellator or maybe eagle fc yeah yeah burn burn knuckle brawlers or whatever it is i can definitely see that as well but yeah i know it was fun to be uh down at personas again for the fights uh they hadn't showed them there in in a few years dan said but uh yeah great night of fights and uh the next pay-per-view we have i think there's two title fights on there so looking forward to that in april yeah man for sure we'll break that down all righty well that was a good recap mike you know money mike you know it's flows so nicely and i know you like it so uh let's hope that you're bets continue to come through i know i'm gonna actually listen to you a little bit more i know last week on our podcast we were you were getting me a little i was going a little bit both ways and unfortunately i uh went the wrong way and you know what i'm gonna start maybe taking a little bit more of your info into consideration oh thank you uh, yeah well as we know our hometown canucks Let's get into a little NHL. Um, big win. 
Big Coldest W. Weekend on Saturday in Toronto. Um, it was up and down. It was an exciting game. There was, I mean, Saturday was a big night. There was like UFC, but the Canucks were playing earlier start because it's in, you know, the East Coast. But uh, what do you guys think of the game? Yeah, it was definitely a great day for sports Saturday. And uh, yeah, the Canuck game was unbelievable. Uh, it was back and forth. It was high scoring. I think we're going into the third period down two goals or a goal, at least I can't remember exactly what it was, but come back, put, I think we put three in, in the third period, you know, we get the W there on the road. Govic's sphincter muscle must've been, uh, must've been puckered <laughs> up because uh, that was his Bodog pick of the week. And that was a tough one. And he came through, man. That was like, that's a huge pick going into the Canucks. They're obviously the underdog there. And uh, yeah, man, right on. That was, uh, that was been on the road for been on the road for a couple of games. Yeah. So to go into the Toronto home ice, yeah, it was a very exciting game. Ty, what do you think? Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a great game. I watched most of it. Um, missed a little bit of the third on the way to the casino to meet you there, but uh, it was nice they put the game on there that we could see the end. And Demko made like three or four unreal saves in the dying few minutes there to to get us that. Big, and obviously big win. Every win right now is huge for the Canucks, as we know. Um, we're trying to make up all that lost ground from the start of the season under Travis Green. But yeah, what a turnaround under Boudreaux. Huge win against the Leafs. And I believe the last time we won in Toronto was probably around the last time the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, believe it or not. Absolutely crazy stat. Funny that we're talking about that stat on a day like today. But anyways. Go with the Seahawks um, again, eh? Yeah, yeah there's some always, positive though. Always, some positive. Just comes, always just pops into my mind right now. But anyways, so yeah, it was a huge win. Um, they're still going to be hard pressed to make the playoffs. It's still very possible. We're currently four points back of the last wild card spot. Uh, that is currently occupied by Nashville. They do have two games in hand on us, um, but you know they could lose both of those. So right now it's just all about getting the points. Right, we need the wins. Um, we have a big game tomorrow night coming up at home against Montreal. They have struggled this year, but under their new coach, uh, Marty St. Louis, they've actually, they picked it up in recent weeks. So that's not going to be an easy game. We're actually minus 210 favorites tomorrow night, which you don't see that very often with the Canucks <laughs> these days, but, uh, yeah, start that one off. We have a, Tough schedule coming up. I believe we play Washington on Friday night, which I have tickets to, uh, followed by Tampa Bay. So tough little homestand. Like I said, every game is huge right now. We, they have to treat every game, in my opinion, as a playoff game if we want to, to catch these teams in front of us. What do you guys think? When's the uh, trade deadline? It's uh, March 21st-ish. 20th, 21st, don't quote me on that, but. Well, why don't we just be like Seattle and get rid of uh, Pedersen, <laughs> Hughes, Demko? Yeah. Well, you know they're still saying uh, like that everyone on our team outside of Pedersen, Quinn Hughes, and Demko is available. Like they haven't gone out and said that, said that, but according to a lot of sources around the league, um, they're listening to everything. Right under this new management regime. Jim Rutherford is weighing his options, seeing what the team's at. And when we, if we keep winning, we're gonna, they're going to be a really difficult situation because we don't want to mortgage any more of our future to squeak into the playoffs this year. 
in my opinion. I don't know what you guys think about that, but would you guys want to be buyers at the trade deadline? No. Yeah, no, because that means exactly. we're gonna have to give up something, and I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. But say we, we really want to give say up? we win our next six games and we catch Nashville and we're in a playoff spot, and they lose a couple, right? And it just works out that way. It's gonna be even more tough making those big decisions. Um, I keep, I still keep hearing it's between Besser and Miller, and I'm torn on it because I really like Besser, but uh, what Miller brings is so good, and yeah, what Miller's brought consistently to our team. And just his leadership and his style of play. He's a better all-around player, in my opinion, than Besser. I would rather keep Miller and and, uh, and trade Besser if that was what they were deciding on. And I don't, I don't know if I felt that way a few weeks ago, but the more I've thought about it and watching him night in and night out uh, continue to play so well, I think that's what I would do. But we will see how it all plays out. Yeah, pretty exciting uh, couple of weeks uh, until the trade deadline. Yeah, I agree with you guys. You know what? I think uh, out of the two possibilities, Besser would be the better option, particularly with big contracts now coming. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe now, you know, the NFL is going to pour into the NHL and we're going to see, you know, $15 million a year contracts. Hey, so you, you might sorry as well... to interrupt you, but do you think Tremkin wants to play with us now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Are we going to be buyers? Are we going to be sellers? Another thing for you guys to stress about. I know there's been a lot of stress on your mind in just one day. Just imagine the next few weeks. But um, for our listeners, let us announce our next giveaway. Ty? Let's give a little bit of uh, background on that. What are we going to do? What are we given? All right. Yeah. So we haven't done a giveaway in a while. We wanted to do something that's uh, very relevant and uh, important in these coming weeks to our podcast, which is the Canucks playoff race. So we want a couple uh, West Coast Sports Junkies fans, hopefully Canuck fans as well, to uh, check out a Canuck game in the coming weeks. So we're going to be giving away the Buffalo Sabres Canuck game, which is a Sunday night, March 20th. We are going to be posting the rules and what you need to do to win this contest in, well, we're going to put it on our website. We're going to put it on Instagram with instructions. Um, we're still figuring out the details of that, but it will be within the next week. Um, so yeah, listen, follow our instagram our social media accounts check out our website um all the info will be there and yeah we'll be happy to send a couple lucky listeners to the canuck sabers game Alrighty, let's talk about some guaranteed picks for our listeners those who have opened up their bodog accounts those who have not yet opened uh again go on to www.westcoastsportsjunkies.ca click on our link Open up an account, get some free money up to $400. But our guaranteed picks of this week, you know what, guys, I think it's safe to say that you are not uh, mentally prepared with all the news that has happened today. Let's not uh, bet with our, you know, our heart and, you know, start thinking with our brain. So, Ty, <laughs> what is Maybe not your 
guaranteed pick of the week, but let's look at maybe longer term. I know you've been talking about Super Bowl odds were up. They took them off in wake of the big trade, the big uh, Seahawks and Denver trade. Um, what would be your pick? What do you yeah, think? Well, you know what? I, I think that's best for this episode. You know, our, uh, our minds, especially Mike and I, our minds aren't sharp right now with, uh, with our picks. We don't want to steer anyone in the wrong direction with short-term picks. That being said, um, I did just see some, some news online. Um, obviously, like you said, they took the lines down for Super Bowl futures and they brought them back, but that is because of the big, uh, big news in the NFL today. So this morning before shit hit the fan for us Seahawks fans, literally, um, the Broncos were 40 to one to win the Super Bowl. Those have drastically dropped now to them being 12 to one, which is they're in the top tier of favorites, which shows you what, uh, you know, what the betting world thinks of Russell Wilson as a quarterback. Whatever anyone else wants to see about him, he just improved Denver's odds by that much. So with that, I am going to put $50 on my former QB1 in his honor for, you know, everything he's done for us Seahawks fans. For the Broncos winning the Super Bowl. Cheers, Russ. Oh, my God. Excuse me while I <laughs> vomit in my mouth. Are you kidding me? <laughs> This guy again does this crap. I just uh, checked out the Bodog odds, and I got the Seahawks now dropped down to a to a seventy five to one. <laughs> That's where my money's going. You don't get value like that in the Seahawks. It's been a long time since I saw odds like oh, that. Man. You got to know that Russell or it's not Russell Wilson. Oh my God! You better <laughs> yeah, remove you gotta, that. Gonna, right. See, see what I mean? We're no. all not in the right mind here. It's Carolyn gonna take Schneider. some time. Have something going up their sleeve here, okay? They're not just gonna dismantle this team for nothing. They something's going on. I'm putting my money, fifty bucks on the Seahawks win the Super Bowl, seventy-five to one odds. And when it happens, I'm not gonna buy you guys anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby, I like that. Well, Dan, you might as well just stick with the the trend here. Yeah, um, you know all the breaking news. Uh, Aaron Rodgers signing a massive contract against. Not ready to go to Jeopardy just yet. So let's hope he can do it. MVP, uh, he's wearing a 12, not the real 12. Hopefully he changes his number if he wants to win a Super Bowl. But us, us I'm four gonna... 12s, man. You got to just put it in every <laughs> reference of anything you talk about today, huh? <laughs> I'm going to uh. go with the Green Bay Packers locking up Rodgers, MVP, back-to-back. Maybe it's time to finally win a Super Bowl. Eight to one, I'm gonna put fifty bucks on the Packers winning the Super Bowl. Way to pick a fave, Dan. <laughs> Is that your again, new team? <laughs> again, clearly I'm the only one that's thinking with my head and not my heart. Seventy-five to one, Mike. Oh my god. Oh, hey, I remember it's uh, it's money, Mike, to you. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not for that bet. <laughs> All right, yeah, those are our, uh, our Bodog, well, picks of the year, but, uh, you know, picks Mike, of the week Mike, for this episode. Mike, you know what, you know what, you know what, give me, though, give me that $50, I'll give you 300 to one side bet. Easy $50 I've ever made. And Bodog's got better <laughs> credit than you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not matching the $400. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what a episode. Mike Ty, you know what? 
if you need anything, if something comes out tomorrow that, you know, the Seahawks have released someone else, call me. I'm there for you. But great to see that you guys are still, you know, hanging your heads high, hoping for the best. That is the end of episode 48. Um, check out our post that's going to be coming up soon. Your chance to win Canucks tickets. All the information, www.westcoastsportsjunkies.ca. You have the link for Bodog. If you haven't opened up an account, check it out. Open up an account. You have an opportunity of getting up to $400 from Bodog. If you already have an open... If you already have a Bulldog account, open another one. Use another email address. Get that free 400 The price of gas right now, we can all use that extra 400 from Bulldog. We appreciate the support. Govic, we missed you. But in terms of the great Dr. Dre and Chris Govic, until the next episode. <laughs>